Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Wednesday, which means our dear friend, Donnie Meacham, joins us. Hey, Donnie, are you there? Hello, 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 Wednesday. My favorite day <laughs> of the week. But, Rob, you have been busy. I've been seeing busy. that mug all over TV. <laughs> Fabulous. All this Prince Harry news. Thank you, darling. I know I've been doing a ton of TV and radio interviews. I've become the go-to British guy. The accent helps. But also, too, let's be honest, we're really good at this. We know this subject. We've been covering it for years. We love it. We care about it. We have great royal sources. And I think to people in the media who have been listening to the podcast, I can't tell you how many lovely emails and notes I've been getting. If you get, if you do good work, if you do good work, people notice. And if you care about what you do, people notice. And that's how I get invited on the TV shows. I think people think I have a magic wand where I wake up in the morning and say, today I'm going to be on CNN. It doesn't work like that. You've got to do the work. We talk about that a lot on this show. You, Donnie, I see you now all over MSNBC doing celebrity news. It's because you've done the work for over the last, what, two, three, four, five years. Yeah, it's doing the work. And this is another, it's, it shouldn't be a secret, but it actually is a secret in our biz because a lot of people don't abide by it is you just be nice. Mm. Just be nice and also be available. If they right. text and say, hey, can you do this? You say yes, because if you yes. say no, you're not going to get, don't get invited back. I, I say yes. I jump. I absolutely jump. And it's always last minute. People think that 
oh, we should plan it days, weeks in advance. TV does not work like that. And so people did not know. Some TV stations didn't know how big this book would be, foolishly. But I'm not judging them. So now they're scrambling to book experts and also to in life. Share the baton. Donnie, when there's interviews I can't do, I tell them to call you. I tell them to call Miss D. And we will all rise together here. So a couple of lessons out of that. I didn't plan to start the show off like this, but thank you, Donnie. A couple of lessons out of this. Do the work. Be prepared and say yes. Yeah. Yes. Jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. tea time. So this is really exploding now. So Harry has revealed the texts that Meghan and Kate sent to one another. So it's actually now literally detailing text messages. So over the last couple of days, we've gone through all the real details, bombshells in the book. Now we can reveal that actual texts were sent and we have them. So Harry recalls the Princess of Wales, that's Kate, texting Meghan the following. Charlotte's dress is too big, too long and too baggy. That's the bridesmaid dress. And then Meghan responded saying, Right, I told you the tailor has been standing by since 8am here at KP. That's Kensington Palace. Can you take Charlotte to have it altered as all the other moms are doing? That is Meghan's text to Kate. Well, rather than go for the alterations, Kate seemed to demand that, quote, all the dresses need to be remade. Ooh, this goes on. Let me explain. So this is just literally few days before the wedding. And Megan points out, she asks Kate, are you aware of all the drama surrounding my father? There was a lot going on. And Kate said, yes, she was aware. But that dress, it still needed to be fixed. So Megan responded saying, quote, I'm not sure what else to say. If the dress doesn't fit the bridesmaid dress, then please take Charlotte to AJ, the tailor. He's been there all day. Kate responds with just one word. Fine. So a couple of things here I want to get into. A, I love this exchange. B, what do you think about him leaking texts? Oh, I mean, it is a little shady for him leaking texts, but I will defend him here in that Megan doesn't look like she's being unreasonable here. She actually seems like she's being the very nice one. It seems to be Kate Mm. is being unreasonable here. So I think, yes, it is a little shady, but maybe it needed to be done because we never would have believed it if we didn't see it with our eyes. I know. You sent me a text before the show. You got all confused. I might release it, Donna. You thought you were talking to somebody else. You asked me to pick up your shirt. I was like, excuse me. I I love a a random text. And I I don't think I would mind if some of my texts were posted. I know that I've taken screen grabs of my friend's funny texts, but I'm not sure I would post an exchange back and forth that was around a drama. But I think you're right here. I mean, Harry, they say, is not the smartest in the world, but he's not stupid. He wouldn't release texts that make Meghan look bad. (laughs) So of all the texts in Meghan's phone, he picked the exchange where Kate does look a little bit. It's off, isn't it? It's just before her wedding. Charlotte's dress doesn't fit. I love that too, because you know they spent good money on those dresses. You know they're not cheap. 
off the racks they're, they're custom made and it was too baggy just goes to show you even when you pay a lot of money for fancy clothes it doesn't always look good so i love it as a gossip columnist i love the details i love the access i love the inner inner workings of the family and nothing shows that better than text but as a person who grew up in britain really being I've got to admit, deferential towards the royal family. Oh, I don't know how I felt about this. It felt like it was a bridge too far for me. It felt like, oh, you know, gossiping about your mom or even your frozen penis, which he does gossip about in the book. All that stuff was shocking. But to actually see the quotes, the text messages, I was like, Ooh, which is why we want to know what you have to think about this. Let's do our poll of the day. Harry has revealed text messages between Meghan and Kate. Is he right or wrong to share personal texts? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results hey donny love what are you working on well andy cohen he never misses an opportunity <laughs> to try and get out there get in the press well he is hoping to interview jen shaw before she heads to prison so the real housewives of salt lake city star she was sentenced to six and a half years in prison for fraud that telemarketing scheme and of course andy cohen is like Andy Hohen. <laughs> That's funny because he's Hohen himself for an interview. I love that. Andy Cohen. He says, I'm hopeful that I can do a sit-down interview with her in front of some cameras and deliver that to you. I'm really hoping to do that. Yeah, mm. you and everybody else, Andy Cohen. Of course you're wanting mm. to do an interview. She's not going to. It is go only going to get her in trouble more. These are legal issues. Right. She can't he did interview Teresa, though. I think that was after prison. And she probably thinks she can get back on this show. So that's Andy's power over these ladies. That's why he can ask them questions that we just couldn't, Donnie, when we see the housewives out, they get offended when you ask them cheeky questions. And I remind them, they answer cheeky questions from Andy all the time. And the difference is, he's paying their salaries where we're not. I have mixed feelings about this. Like, what she did was really awful. It's reprehensible. Like, stealing money, particularly targeting older people in a telemarketing scheme... It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. So really, what is she going to say that I'm going to find interesting? She's going to say sorry. She's done that already. But what she did was really vile. This is the problem with the housewives. This is the flaw. The type of people that make great reality TV are unfortunately... Generally, I'm talking here, but not really very good people. She's not the first housewife to go to prison. We just mentioned Teresa. Luanne got arrested. We've seen them in and out of rehab. I think I've just moved on. The charm of this show, what I used to enjoy, all the drama, all the fighting, I don't think I'm into anymore. Are you, are you still into this, Donnie, or have you moved on? Where are you with the housewives? I've moved on only because it's just become so manufactured drama, but also it's sad. Because there's mm. so much going on in the world. And it's like, you yeah. know, ladies are fighting about money and right. petty things that you say about each other behind your back. I'm with you on this one. Hey, let's move on then. So Alec Baldwin is getting trolled. He's being called shallow because he's been asking his fans to follow his wife, Hilaria Hillary Baldwin, on Instagram. So Hilaria Hillary has reached one million followers on Instagram, but critics aren't really thrilled about how it happened. So Alec begged 
begged for his fans to follow his wife leading up to her 39th birthday. What quote, one million followers is what's important on a birthday. Uh, give me a break is what one person wrote. On your birthday, you should be thinking about other things. But but Alex's gift to his wife was a million followers. She already had about 950,000. So she didn't have to get that many more but this was really really important not just to hilaria but also to alec i mean yes in a certain way the number of followers can give you some self-worth i don't really care that much i mean i do notice i know round about how many followers i have but i'm not that thirsty about it donnie where are you Oh, I'm not thirsty about it either, but it is a sad reality of this business is it does help with how many Instagram followers you have. And so if Alec Baldwin wanted to beg his fans to follow me, I wouldn't be mad. (laughs) I wouldn't turn it down, but maybe for a birthday gift, I'd rather a diamond or a new bag or some cute shoes. Or maybe not. Maybe Hilaria has enough diamonds and cute shoes. She wants to be popular. Anyone that has seen this couple in action knows how thirsty she is. She should become a real housewife. Like, she really, really enjoys fame, attention. And I say that in a good way. I'm, I'm not knocking her here. And so part of me likes the fact that Alec probably got her the one thing she really wants, which was attention. She really likes to have attention. And that was, I guess, the perfect birthday gift. Ooh, uh, oh, this makes me laugh. So Jennifer Lawrence, Oscar-winning star, is revealing who she thinks is the biggest celebrity in the world. Take it away. Yeah, you would think, what, Leonardo DiCaprio, yes. Ryan Reynolds, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, she picks someone adjacent to Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, oh, as a celebrity in the world. Pete. She goes, to me, the biggest celebrities in the world are like Pete Davidson. <laughs> she said, not clarifying whether she meant his. Oh, you know, larger the parts, the biggest parts. Yes, we know. The actor himself. But then she even goes on. She goes, I would be stra- starstruck if I saw Jessica Simpson. <laughs> that would knock me over. But it makes me wonder, is it because Jennifer Lawrence is a huge celebrity? Yeah, well, she's always liked reality stars. She loves her housewives. I remember the first time Jessica Simpson sent me an email. I used to work for Jessica, but I met her. I was working for her sister. I met Jessica, and we had a meeting in the hotel room about me doing her PR. And then I got in the taxi, and within 10 minutes, she'd emailed me. She got my email from Ashley, and she was like, I want you to represent me. I was thrilled to get it. I must admit, I was like, oh, that's a cool. That's, that's sort of exciting to get. But I wasn't that starstruck about it. I certainly am not starstruck about Pete. He used to live in the same building as me so I bump into him all the time and he just was sort of like this lanky scruffy guy in the elevator I didn't I mean he has some swagger I've seen him once or twice at the bank here on the corner and he's got some swagger but he's not for me now people that I would be intimidated by are movie stars of maybe the old order like a Julia Roberts when I met Julia Roberts I was like it's Julia Roberts Barbara Streisand I was like oh wow that's a star who for you Donnie who would you be intimidated by I'm like you. I would be like Julia Roberts would yeah. probably knock me over. Somebody like Dolly Parton. Yes. I just like these are massive. So Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy. Well, you like, love your Grey's. Oh, I love, you Grey's. love like, it. I know. I don't want to sound jaded because we have such lovely lives and we get to meet so many famous people. Oprah. When I met Oprah, oh, I definitely was I, like, oh, oh. I know. I was working yeah. for Alicia Keys and she was on the Oprah show in Chicago and I was with Alicia in her dressing room. I didn't care about Alicia. Just like I was not starstruck of Alicia Keys. But the door opened and Oprah walked in and I was like, 
Oh, that was starstruck. Okay, before we get a break, this story is fascinating and we've reflected it on today's podcast. So after, what, two, three crazed days of just doing Harry stories, now we're starting to thankfully add other people to the mix. I'm glad the show's getting back to other celebrities. And one of the reasons for this has been played out on television. Harry's numbers for his two big TV specials were good but not great. And insiders are saying fatigue is setting in. So his ITV interview, that was an interview he did in the UK, got 4.2 million viewers, but it was beat by another show called Happy Valley, which is like a soap opera. That got 5.3 million. So it did not win its time slot in Britain. And then 60 Minutes, 60 Minutes got about 10 million. But get this, they normally get about 9 million. So it did go up. It did go up about 15%. But it wasn't the massive numbers that he got when he did his sit down with Oprah. Where are you on this, Donny? Do you have fatigue? Are you over it? And I really want to know what you think too about this, Nortiz, because we'll keep giving you Harry's stories on the day that I got an advance of his book. Our numbers went through the roof. It's probably the largest podcast we've ever had. And then the last two days, it's, it's declined significantly and now we're back to sort of our normal level where are you on this Donny are you over it or are you still really into it I mean I am really into it only because these stories that are coming out are fascinating they are but, fascinating but I'll be honest why I'm into it is because it's making me see Meghan Markle in a different light it's mm, making me see it's her not her fault better light yeah, she didn't do this. He hated William all along. Even before Meghan came along, he didn't like his brother. You're right, Donna. I'm still fascinated, but it's not just Harry now. It has to be Harry and a really crazy story. Like today, we led with the texts. We had to. That is such a big story. I'm hearing rumours, too. I'm working on this right now, maybe for tomorrow's show, that William's friends are so angry by what Harry did. They might fight back and they're going to leak what Harry did when he was younger. They have photographs. He had a really awful period in his life where he used words, anti-gay words, racist words. And now I'm told William's friends might be fighting back. I'll get to that tomorrow. Okay, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schroeder with our dear friend Donnie Meacham. Hey, Donnie, let's get to the polls. Da, 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 da. So yesterday we talked about Prince Harry calling the royal family a death cult. A death cult. And saying that Windsor Castle was a tomb. Is he right? Wow, 70% said yes. It is a death cult. And the reason you're saying that, and Miss D really summed this up, you can't be the king until someone dies. It's literally a job, an institution based on death. You have to die for me to become the king or the queen. It's a really rough system, isn't it? At least on Survivor, you get voted off the island. Here, you have to die. Oh, it's it, it, I mean, it's just it's bleak when you think about it. It's a bleak system. Change the rules. Change the rules. Okay, don't forget to vote on today's show. Our rules are just go to Twitter at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip. It's that easy. Vote there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our noisiest of the day. The nicest of the day. Well, it's kind of a toss-up if it's nice or naughty <laughs> both but the pandemic has claimed another victim this time new york city's annual no pants subway ride mm. it's been canceled from 20 mm. from 2002 to 2020 people would go ride the train in new york city 
pantsless. Now, they did have underwear on. So they I think did. It can't be completely naked because that is against the rules. That's against the rules. Yeah. But this year, the Improv Elsewhere has canceled the event. The, sub- the site says the No Pants Subway Ride is not happening in New York in 2023. After 19 years of producing the event, we've decided to take a break. Sadly, the pandemic ruined our plans of making it 20 years ago. I think it's the nicest, Donna. I've been on that subway and I've seen people that should be wearing pants. Like, oh. it's not... If it was all Ryan Gosling's, Ryan Reynolds on the train, then no, I'd be furious. But it isn't. There's very, very few people that in the early hours of the morning I want to see in their underwear. I think times have changed. Uh, nicest of the day. And now at Naughty's the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Chris Harrison is doing his first interview since he got fired from The Bachelor. He said he lost 20 pounds after stepping down as the host he couldn't eat he couldn't sleep but the naughtiest is nick valley is that how i pronounce his last name yeah nick vile nick vile nick vile wanted his job so chris harrison is saying nick was one of many people who probably saw blood in the water he saw an opportunity and thought wow this would be really phenomenal and no doubt he wanted the job so chris goes on to say you know there's a lot of people in the bachelor franchise who want to extend their 15 minutes of fame so he was definitely not shocked about it ultimately the job went to jesse Palmer, I, I like ambition. We talk about this on this show a lot. But let the guy have a minute. No, don't don't be too aggressive about wanting to, to replace him. Nick, you are our notice of the day. Hey, before we leave, let's have a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Get a I love this quote from Oprah Winfrey. She said the following, True forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. <gasps> I took a long time to get over the fact that I broke my arm when I was little. Now I can say thank you. I can. I'm a better person because of my arm. When I got fired from jobs, I was so angry. Now I can say thank you for that experience because I wouldn't be where I was today had I not been fired by Jessica Simpson. It's so interesting. All these elements, all these ingredients in your stew makes you who you are today. Getting fired, getting upset, being treated badly badly because i can forgive them and i can actually say thank you for them that has made me rob shooter today think about that i'll say it one more time quote true forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience thank you so much for listening to the not a bit nice with rob and donnie show a production of iHeartRadio. radio don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio radio app apple podcast wherever you listen leave us a review if you can they really do help and remember all together now if you're going to be naughty you've got to be nice, nice. take care everybody Pip-pip. it's naughty but nice with rob let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket legal shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years they connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print or you finally want to get that will done legal shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iheart pplsi does not provide legal representation or advice see a plan for complete terms 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.